アディクツの時間です。It's time for hobby addicts.And now here are your anime addicts. Everybody and welcome to Hobby Addicts. This is Hobby Addicts episode 123, I believe. Oh, one, two, three. Nice. I am your host, Mitsugi. I am back from my long trip. I hope everybody missed me. Probably not. Wait, you were gone?、Uh, exactly. <laughs> and I am joined by the ever smart assy Kazuo to my right. How are you? I'm doing fantastic, Mits. It's, it's good to have you back. You're looking younger today.、Uh, I'm feeling younger. Well, you look younger and you shaved. You、That's, still don't have a pompadour, though. That might be why. And of course, we have the luscious, the very ferret friendly Mandy, located in, in the illustrious town of Cincinnati. How are you today? I'm doing okay. It's,、uh, it's, it's on and off shower storms here, <laughs> but overall, I'm okay. <laughs> we feel you on that sentiment, yeah, actually. Sounds like every day in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, we're also mom- joined. Yes. I was making a joke. Oh, sorry. My mom was making a joke about me yesterday because I went over there. She's like, every time you come here, you bring thunderstorms with you. I was like, oh, man. I know. And I was thinking back, I'm like, wow, I really do every time. You're just a stormy girl. <laughs> Mandy the Rainbringer. <laughs> yeah. So, and of course, all of you listening at home, thank you so much for tuning in and thank you so much for supporting the podcast and being great fans. And we, we love you. We just do. I would snuggle you. The shit out of you,、oh、actually.、God. I would snuggle、Run. you until you beg me to stop. Because I was like, what? Why? What Because it's nothing but love. <laughs> That's right. All right. <laughs> Speaking of love, I, w- I went on a really fantastic trip. So I think I want to talk about my trip. And then I really wish Enzo was here because I met Enzo in New York City. Maybe he'll join us at some point. And I, I encourage you guys to kind of weigh in on your own thoughts and experiences where you can. So you. So, you went on a trip to New York City and, I did. and, and somewhere else. It was else like、we'll、a soul searching trip. Now, this is the first time you've ever, ever been to New York, right? That's right. Yeah, which is insane that you've gone this long without with going to like the biggest, most popular city in all of the world. Well, I'll tell you right now, Tokyo, way bigger than New York City. Right, but I'm, I'm like the most popular city, like New York City. Like everyone in the、I、world mean, knows、yeah. about New York City. Yeah, you're right. Yes. Well, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how that happens. I've been to Boston. Mm. I've been to Los Angeles. I've been to San Francisco. I've been to Miami. Yeah. I've been to, I've been to a number of big cities, but somehow New York City has just eluded me up until now. Now, let me ask you this. Yes. Prior to going to New York, yeah. what were your thoughts of the place? Before you, before you had been there, what, were your, 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 what was your predisposition? What was your,、like、what my were your mental、thoughts? image of it? Yes. Crowded and dirty,、mm. pretty much is what I thought.、Mm. So, not something you would enjoy? Um, well, I mean, I wouldn't go that far. Because,、okay. I mean, I've been in crowded, dirty places before. Yeah, you have. Yeah. I mean, like Beijing, for oh, example. Oh, okay, yeah. Beijing. <laughs> what were you talking about? No, 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 no. Beijing. That's what I was thinking of. Okay. I have no, I really <laughs> honestly have no, for once, I have no idea what you're talking about. Mandy gets it. I, I, I don't. So, but New York City was great. I mean, first of all, Enzo made the trip a hundred times better than it otherwise would have been. Not only because he knows New York City. But it's just a ridiculously likable and pleasant person to hang out with, honestly.、Mm-hmm. Um, and I wish he was here so I could just like shower, shower him with, with,、um, with love. But, you know, he'll listen to this later, maybe. And, you know, I'm, so I met him in like a, a, an Asian type district area, 
that was not not that far from where he lived. And the first thing I did was I went into a a a grocery store that was clearly marked a Japanese grocery store. Right. I was like, well, I must go in here because I'm just waiting for Enzo anyway. So you so let me get this straight. So you land in New York. Yeah. On your own. Yes. You take the subway to get to I took a bus to the subway and then rode the subway to the place where the where the grocer was to Brooklyn. Yes. And you're all by yourself at this point. Correct. Okay. Gotcha. Are you amazed that I was able to navigate my way? I am actually, that's what I was getting at. I am very surprised that you never actually found un- your way. Never After un- uh, Japan, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey now. <laughs> hey now. I'm pretty sure we walked in circles quite a few times. You will yeah. be putting your faith in me again. Okay. The next time we go to Japan. I'm scared. Yikes. <laughs> we'll end up in Korea or something. Um, so, and I, I went into the grocery store. And it was just so nostalgic. I found my, I found all the Mario gummies and all the the drinks and the curries and the 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 sliced meats look exactly like they do in Japan. And I'm just wondering how the hell they get all this stuff here. And I saw a woman who had a, a kid with her, and she looked just like my old Japanese tutor. And I had like weirdly had a crush on that woman immediately, even though I didn't even know anything about her or what her name was. But I thought she was my tutor, and I, I literally had to like get closer to get yeah. a better look because I was like, oh my god, is like what kind of an unbelievable coincidence would that be? It wasn't her, but it was destiny. But that, that that lady took a little part of me with her, um, <laughs> and, <laughs> and I bought my um, my drink and my gum, my Mario Super Mario Brothers gummies, and then waited for Enzo outside, and then we had ramen, and that was fantastic. Okay, we went to his um, uh, his place that has the zebra ramen that he loves so much. Nice, dude. There's so many good ramen places. Yeah, in in and around the New York City area. Yeah. So that was really good. We actually ate ramen two times while I was in New York. One was that first day, and then the next day as well, in like a Chinatown area. We did the we we did his his triathlon that he's always talking about. Right. And like I nearly exploded. I was so full. <laughs> um. So just the the second ramen shop was this. I can't remember the name of the shops, but it had like a very strange thin ramen noodle, and the pork there was just absolutely masterful. I mean, it was just what I want from pork. You know, you, you eat it and it's almost like you're eating cotton candy. You don't chew it. You don't even have to chew it. It's you, you, you pick up a, a, a slice of the pork out of your bowl and with the chopsticks and it literally like, like breaks in half and falls back in the soup. It's so tender. Like you can barely even pick it up. It's so, it's such a tender piece of meat. And it's just, I told them immediately, I was like, I'm going to have to have another, another, I'm going to have to have a side of this because I need more. And I was like, and by the way, just bring the whole pig out here because I need that as well. Let me ask you this. They didn't get it. So my joke. I don't get the joke either. I said, "Is it from a movie or something?" No, is this I, from an '80s movie? I, it, no, I asked for more pork because it was yes. so good. And then he said, "Bring the whole pig." Bring out. the whole pig out. Oh, okay, that was the joke. Yeah, that was the joke. I want the whole <laughs> pig. Oh, whatever. You guys suck. <sighs> so let me ask I you got this: it. your entire <laughs> time, Thank you, Mandy. Your, your time in New York, did you get pizza? No. Oh my god. Oh, you're killing me. Why? I can't eat pizza anywhere. New York pizza? I had pizza in Denver. That's, that's not even. There was not even known I was for their too pizza. Bu- I was too busy eating ramen. Hello. I'm just New York is known for its pizza. I know that. You messed up. You well, done goofed. Well, well, well we're going to there, there are going to be more opportunities to visit New York uh at later dates and we'll discuss that and 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 we'll discuss that very shortly. But then so the triathlon starts with ramen and then we went to this like tea shop to get these milk tea drinks. And that's the one that you where you've seen the pictures where they draw the little animal faces in the top of the drink. Oh yeah. yeah. It was just unbelievably cute and they also had this this like ice cream sundae there where they 
they put like a tons of tons of ice cream and crap in a bowl, and then they put and then they they use a tiny ice cream scooper to scoop balls of watermelon out of the out of a watermelon, and then they basically stack like fifteen or twenty little like golf ball sized balls of watermelon on top of this sundae. So you have like a mountain of watermelon balls on there. Hmm. If you can picture this, okay. Imagine stacking ping pong balls like on top of an ice cream sundae, but they're watermelon. And then watching these like gorgeous Asian women just diving into that watermelon like it was like like a dead animal's carcass. Oh it was God. just ridiculous watching them just tear this fucking thing apart. Um, but the, but I didn't. We thought about getting one of those, but I was like, dude, I cannot eat that. Like I'm gonna be, I'm gonna die. I, I'm literally gonna die. And then we went to the ice an ice cream place that had. Um, like taiyaki stuff with ice cream, taiyaki nice. stuff with red bean, with mine had matcha flavored soft serve ice cream on it with strawberry drizzle and rainbow mochi. Yeah, cubes. I went there too. Oh, oh you my went God. there? Okay, yeah. That uh, I love taiyaki so much. That place was just packed. I Ta- mean, it was making a killing. Dude, taiyaki is definitely in in my top five of favorite Japanese foods. Well, it is delicious. I love it with, with custard. the red bean inside. No, no, with custard. Oh Damn, yeah, he's same. picky. This man wants yeah, custard. Yeah. Get out of here with that. I like the custard too. <laughs> yeah, or sometimes the chocolate. <clears throat> I like all of it, especially when it's a cold. If it's a cold day, I want I want it hot, fresh out of the presser. Yes, yeah. You're walking around outside. You're cold. Uh, it's like 20 degrees, and you're holding this steaming kayaki in your hand. When it's like with some, both hands. and you got it from like some dude on the on the side of the like the side of the road. Yeah, who has his own little stand out, and he's making them fresh right there for you. Dude, that's the life right there. Ooh, that my is goodness. what life is. That's what life's all about. Anyway. So we also did an escape room. Oh, oh no! First we saw Aladdin. Oh, sweet! Yeah, so on Broadway. We, yeah, so I don't know. I don't know how you guys feel about Broadway shows. I mean, I've never seen one. Have you ever? But I'd be down. I've never seen, been to one either. So, but have you guys seen a Broadway show in general, or just not on Broadway? No, nope. never, nothing. All right, so I saw I saw uh, Disney on Ice when I was a little kid. Does that count? No. Oh, <laughs> all right. But so they first of all they found the one man on Earth. I believe that could play Aladdin. That could play the genie. Oh, no! There are tons of people who can play Aladdin. Just I get can a play Aladdin. Just, just get a baby faced <laughs> like you know teenage like like nineteen year old to do it. Okay, maybe me twenty years ago, <laughs> ten years ago. But um, this guy is the one man on earth that could have, that could literally match Robin Williams's energy Ooh. in Aladdin. The Rock. I don't know who the hell he was. Oh, it wasn't the Rock. He was okay. some like some genie looking um, black guy. I don't know. <laughs> well, he was big. MC Hammer. He was tall and like was wider. He had the physique that you might expect of a genie, but you know, it was a genie-looking black guy. He was. It was MC he, Hammer. Is what he was covered me. in glitter and looked like a genie. And <laughs> from we were up in the balcony on like in like the first row of the balcony, and when you when looking down on the stage from the balcony, you can see all the cuts and grooves that, that have been built into the stage. And what you what you realize is that all these devices that they've built that they've built into the stage are all there to to allow the genie to be a genie, like to perform the magic and make things pop oh. out of the floor and all this shit. Cool. So like the first time the genie appears, there's this circular hole. There's a, it's not a hole, it, it's not a hole yet, but it's like a, imagine like a circular disc cut into the top of the stage. Yeah. And inside of the circle, there's another circle. Okay. Okay. Now when, now when the genie first appears, he, he comes out of the floor, but only, but not only does he come out of the floor, but he comes out of the floor spinning. Nice. So the circle, the bigger circle turns and turns clockwise or whatever. And then he comes out of the little circle, if that makes uh, sense. Okay. So there's some like cylindrical thing that they've used to raise him up out of the floor. Sweet. And they had like, um, like microphones came out of the floor so he could like do his dancing and singing. And then like, um, 
there's that scene in Aladdin where where the movie it, where the door comes out and it says like like movie star or whatever, and then he goes through the door or whatever. So they did that. Let me ask you this because I've never seen any kind of Broadway play or okay. anything like that. Is it basically just a recreation of the movie? It is a recreation of the movie. Okay. But Abu was not in it. The, the monkey was not in it. They replaced the monkey with, with some human friends, which basically served as the monkey. Okay. And they and and um, Iago was not in it. Iago mm. was played by this like. Oh. Well, yeah, but they couldn't get Gilbert Gottfried. I'm pretty sure he's not doing yeah, anything right, right now. Yeah. The guy who played Iago was even better than Iago is. Ooh. His laugh and his his like personality was just total psychotic henchman. I mean, it was perfect. And my only concern is that this play will probably never tour because mm. in order to create the the show, they have to they have to put probably a million dollars into the floor of the st- of the stage. They have to have slots for fireworks. They have to have um, room for all sorts of stuff to go down and up into the stage to make, to create optical illusions. And they would literally have like like Kazo if they came here into the Straz, mm-hmm. they would have to destroy the stage at the Straz and, and rebuild, rebuild and it. rebuild it. Yeah. And I just can't imagine them doing that at every location throughout the country. It's not very likely. So if they do tour Aladdin, they're going to have to do it without the genie's like craziness, you know. And I mean, it just won't be the same without it because Enzo and I were totally blown away by the show. Especially in the first half, because mm-hmm. the um, you've never had a friend like me was at the oh end. Of, was at the end of the first act, yeah. When he's like in the cave of wonders, and it was just, I mean, it was a wonder to it watch. <laughs> it was unbelievable. <laughs> kind of uh, makes me think of uh, remember the Spider Man play that they had on Broadway, where it was like just so, some crazy thing where people are swinging all over the place, and apparently a bunch of people got like seriously injured, and eventually they had to shut it down. Do you remember this? Where is it? This was a few years ago. I don't remember that. That I didn't even know Spider-Man had a Broadway show. Yeah, they had a Spider-Man Broadway (laughs) show, and like so many people were constantly getting injured on it that they've. I I don't know if that's the exact reason why they shut it down, but they eventually shut it down. So we did um, moving it along from that because the show was good. I recommend people. And honestly, it wasn't. It it wasn't a backbreaking ticket. I think it cost us like a hundred bucks. I mean, Hamilton's like seven hundred dollars minimum. What? Yeah, yeah. What? That's crazy. And it sold out for like ten years at that price. Oh my god! So white people. So like, <laughs> hey, you can't say that anymore. <laughs> I know it's true. I did you find out. I am a third white. That's there you go. It's crazy. So, um, but the ticket was was reasonable. So I recommend people go see it. The second day we went to an escape room and that was cool. Um, we did uh, Frankenstein's monster, where. You solve a variety of puzzles to open these cages on the wall, and inside of each cage is one of those like wooden like levers you pull down. Okay. That like that you'd see like with an electric chair or whatever. Sure. And one was for the head, the arm, the body, and the legs. And there was a fifth one that was for the heart. But in order to in order to figure out that one, you had to solve a riddle in a cryptex. You know what a cryptex is? No. A cryptex. I'm sure Mandy knows what it is. Have you ever uh, have you ever seen a cryptex, Mandy? Oh, um, they had one like the like the rolly things. With, <clears throat> they they had one in the in the movie The National Treasure. It's like yeah, or, or maybe it, it was the Da Vinci Code. It's like code. numbers, right? Yeah, it's like a huge cylindrical device that has a, that has like a dial on it that that where you can where there's like eight different wheels. It's like a decoder ring that you used to get in cereal boxes, except bigger. It's more like <laughs> it's it's more like a it's more like a fancy cereal lock. Okay. Wait, a fancy cereal lock? Like so. If, yeah, so, but it, like it has loads of numbers on it. The, yeah. And you have to like turn them. Ugh. Okay. I don't. So, so this one. I has, feel like I've seen them in games. <laughs> you have for sure. I mean, this. Look it up online. You know, Cryptex. You'll. It'll come up. It'll come right up. 
This one had five letters, had five dials. One with every le- each one had had every letter of the alphabet, oh, just like that one on yeah. that one right there. And it and when you, and when you solved the riddle, which you had to, there was there was a there was like a, a, a letters that that Doctor Frankenstein had written that gave you clues to which of like these twenty paintings that were in his lab he was referring to. And every and every painting had a had a letter on it. And then when you got all five of the letters, you had to descramble them and, and, and enter the word in, enter the anagram onto the cryptex. And, they, and the word spelled heart. And it was for Frankenstein's heart. And when you, when you spell heart on the cryptex, it opens and a key comes out of it. You use the key to open the final cage that is for Frankenstein's heart. And when you pull it, he like smoke fills the room and he sits up and comes to life. It was really neat. I think Enzo really enjoyed oh, it. Oh, that sounds cool. I think he enjoyed it. Yeah, it was his first time. So it was just the two of you figuring that yeah. one out? Okay. We actually didn't complete it in the in the required amount of time, but they let us. They gave oh. us ten extra minutes. But some a couple of their clues were really poorly designed. Like I was like, "Are you kidding? That was what we were supposed to do." Like there was nothing really to properly guide you to the answer. Right. So I don't. Moon really, logic. Exactly. What? I didn't. <laughs> I didn't feel like it was a uh, completely like well constructed escape room. Wait, what's moon logic? Um, it's for like used in puzzle games where uh, the answer or the the answer to a puzzle is so like out there that you never would have come up with the answer on your own without looking up some kind of guide or something because it just the connections don't mat like don't make any sense that's exactly what i'm trying to say yeah hmm. okay yeah. yeah so um so yeah new, new, new york was good I had a, I had a good amount of time there. I want the only thing I didn't want to see, the only thing I couldn't see that I wanted to see, and I have to do it next time was I wanted to visit the the fire station where they were the Ghostbusters were based, like the Ghostbusters fire station. You know what I mean? Because I'm a Ghostbusters kid. Like I grew up on that. And um, there's yeah. a section of New York City in Manhattan where that where that fire station is still, and you can go like look at it and stuff. And you would feel, if you were a Ghostbusters fan, you would feel all warm and fuzzy. I've never seen it. Or you need to. Hmm. You okay. need to see it. You ha- you should see it. I guess. I mean, it hurts me inside. <laughs> that I've never seen we, Ghostbusters. We, we should make some popcorn and watch Ghostbusters. Sure. And snuggle, uh, I can't have popcorn. And, and snuggle. I can't eat popcorn. <laughs> I'm keto. Okay. Well, <laughs> sausage sausages. There we go. Some Yeah, some sausage, little sausages. <laughs> <laughs> Just munch those down. Then I went to Colorado, and I had an experience in Colorado that far... I'm gonna try to not be like in, like ridiculously hyperbolic. I'm, I'm really gonna try hard. Well, now before you went to Colorado, and and you can go on, but I would I do want to say I remember you texting. You were like, basically saying like New York City is amazing. It is. I would love to live here. Or it is. To that it is really good. But then you went to Colorado. I could easily see myself living in New York City. The experience of walking down the street with Enzo and his roommates and getting a cheesesteak, some candy, and like from this, the corner the, store. From the corner store. Oh my god! Where did the guy? You was, went there was too? The guy, did the guy? Was the guy like? I got you, buddy. Yeah, 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 more yeah. or less. He's like, I can make anything. <laughs> yeah, anything. Whatever you need, buddy. This, I got you. The experience of doing that at like 1 a.m. and then going back and watching Terrace House with them, not mm-hmm. only not only was that a, an incredible experience to just go down the street at 1 a.m. and just do that, yeah. but also it made me realize that like having roommates is maybe not a bad idea. Like all this, like, all, living alone can be really lonely. And if you can, sure. and if you can find two, maybe two roommates that, that you just have good, have good chemistry with, mm-hmm. y- your life can be really enriched a lot. Yeah. And so, like, it, it got me thinking about that because I basically clicked with Enzo's roommates like immediately. It was do, really. Do you weird. want to be roommates, Mitz? Yeah, I'll be roommate with you. <laughs> oh, the, the real question is, would our cats get along? My uh, Cornelius Cornelius lived with like five other cats and two dogs at the same time. Oh, okay, and did did quite well. Because so my, my cat was, is ultra submissive, so she would probably just like lay down and be like, "Please don't hurt me." 
Well, that sounds perfect. <laughs> um, so yeah, so New York City was was great. I could live there for sure. Okay. The rent is insane. <laughs> yeah, it's like three times rent here, basically. Four times. Yeah, it's I would say. So Colorado, though, uh, going to Colorado, it was, it was c- close to just a religious experience the whole time. Ooh. I have. Is I have, that because you were high off your like balls? I just? didn't get high until the night before I left. Oh, okay. Um, and <laughs> I would say that I have almost nothing bad to say about Colorado at all. Um, oh. If there are two things I would say about Colorado that aren't that are bad is that they have fires because it's dry. Right. And yeah. Boulder, at least Boulder, is unaffordable, housing wise. Right. But most people. No I mean, one lives in Boulder. Yeah, they all live in like in and around Denver, and then they just go to Boulder for the weekend. Yeah, because it's it's thirty minutes. Yeah, so that's not even a severe criticism. But I was, but this one woman I was talking to as before, like right when I was getting ready to leave, she was talking to me about condos and whatnot, and she was like, "Oh, you could here, here's my card. My 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 friend's a realtor. Uh, you you could buy a condo here for middle fours." And I'm like, "Middle fours? You think I can afford a four hundred and fifty thousand dollar condo? <laughs> sure. I mean, I I would have to make two hundred k a year to afford that." This is not happening. Mm. It's NH. Not happening. Yeah. Anyway, but so I stayed in Boulder at an Airbnb, and the first thing I did was I saw Ryu from the Discord. Oh, from the, yeah, yeah. Who is also a really awesome person. Very awesome. Very easy to get along with. And he was like showing me around Denver, took me to like this this place downtown Denver called the Milk Market or something that used to be a place where they like where people would go get milk and or, or whatever. But now, if you've been, oh, uh, is that the one that looks like a giant milk bottle? It has a giant milk bottle sticking out of the side of the building, and it looks like it's pouring milk. Out. Yeah, yeah, I think I've seen that. Yeah. So the inside of it looks like Locale Market, which if you've been to Locale Market downtown St. Pete, no. there's like four or five restaurants down there that are really nice. They have like like homemade pizzas, wine rooms, um, just like all ice cream shops. There's like all these different really fantastic places inside of this building that make, that are, it's almost like walking down a street and just going to like different vendors and having food. It would be an unbelievable place to go on a date. It would be amazing. Okay. And outside, they had like cornhole boards, and near there, they have the, uh, the they have a train station, where back in the day, I guess there was an old train station there where people could buy tickets, mm-hmm. or, or it was either that or a bus station. And inside of this place, it's like you would expect of a of a train station or a bus station. There's like ticket counters on the sun on the edges of this massive room. It's probably the the room itself is probably like fifteen thousand square feet like 150 feet by 150 feet, like pretty big. And, and then from the ceiling, from the ceiling, there's just like these massive chandeliers, right? That are just beautiful. It looks like something that was made in like the thirties, right? Rather than just demolish this building, they moved this train line that they've been building behind it and turned it into like a community center. So like they could have easily have just demolished this building because it was too old and archaic to support modern trains. But rather than do that, they, they, they outfitted it with like shuffleboard, there's ice cream shops in there, restaurants, all kinds of amazing stuff inside this building. And it's just a great place to like hang out with people. And then behind it, they started building these train lines. And there's nine train lines in, in Denver that I'm told are still being built and they're using the weed money to build these train lines. Huh. And I'm like, of course you would, because you're getting 300 million bucks a year off weed money off of weed taxes. So, so now they have nine train lines in Denver that connect a lot of the, of the city and the surrounding suburbs. That's cool. So like Ryu lives near one of the train lines and if he, I guess if he wants to, he could just train into the city. Right. So it's pretty cool. And, but Denver was not why the trip was so good. Okay. The trip was so good because being up in the, for me at least growing up in the mountains, being in the mountains with all the clean air and 
just all the beauty is was just it was it's for me it's like unmatchable like there's nothing that gives me that feeling mm. going mountain biking in uh, at, at Batasso in the mountains and going like descending like 2500 feet on these trails and then just ex- just looking around while you're riding and experiencing all of the nature and all of the great fan- just unbelievable weather and then and then at the bottom you know there's like a there's like a nice stream where you could sit and have lunch or whatever and then you get to climb back up it on your bike. And that's a challenge. You know, it's 2,500 foot climb. Yeah. So and you're a mile above sea level. Yeah. So I was okay, more higher than that. Batasso starts at 7,000 feet because Boulder is a bit higher than Denver. Oh. And I was okay for about 80% of the climb, to be honest. And then after that, I started to get really winded. There was one part where I was going so slow that I lost my balance and fell over a bunch of rocks. <laughs> of course. Of course. Yeah. Of course. You. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever gone mountain biking and not fallen? No, I mean I have. I have, have so I, many. I have, I have road rash on my left leg. Yeah. Because, but it's not hard to get road rash mountain biking. I mean, all that I did was I was the ground was dry and crumbly. Mm. So going around a hairpin turn, I lost my Loose. lost my grip on the road, slid out, and I'm and I'm locked into my pedals. So I just rode my leg a little bit on the ground. It's not a big deal. About the most minor thing you can have happen, but skin yeah. is delicate. Yeah, true. And it, and it and it tears easily. So. But that was, that was a really special day, for sure. Um, I had a lot of fun with Ryu, and then when, then when we got back, I talked Ryu into buying a mountain bike that wow. was pretty expensive. Nice. So he's got this epic ass mountain bike now that's totally badass. So let me ask you this, because I'm personally, I, I appreciate nature. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you one of the one of the coolest like times I had in nature yeah. was when I was in Puerto, Puerto Rico, and we're in like the southern part of the island, right? And we're visiting some family there that lived in the mountains. And it was pretty incredible, like the just being in the mountains, and it was very green there. I don't know if it's very green. Yeah, I mean it's in Denver. It's it's desert type environment mostly. Is, is that it? your question? Is it green? Is it? Yeah, it's green. Okay, there okay. are trees and things. So it was cool. Like we were there, and there were wild horses and stuff. And then you like drive down the mountain, and you're basically at the beach. So it was gorgeous. But I'm not. I, and maybe it's because I live in Florida, or you know, where 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 we don't have a whole lot of nature, where, where there's not a lot to do outside, <laughs> other than I guess go to the beach. Um, but like, I don't go out often. So like the city is what I would be more interested in. So be going from New York city. Yeah. The, one of the most, one of the most populated cities in the world. Yes. One of the busiest, most bustling, like just hubs of everything, entertainment, fashion, all of that. It's epic to a city like Denver. Can you, can you describe the major differences there? Like between the two cities, does Denver even hold a candle to, to New York city? No, it doesn't. Okay. Um, now I was on, now I was a den, I, I arrived in Denver on a Sunday night mm. and we were, and I only spent the Sunday night in Denver. Okay. So it, there was definitely life in Denver that night. There were people out doing things. There were like, you know, there were cute girls. There was an ice cream shop up on this hill that was apparently famous and it had like a hundred people waiting in line because it was so like, and we got our ice cream and it was really good. So there was definitely nightlife there, even on a Sunday night. And according to Ryu, like it's busier generally than it was that night because it was a Sunday night and people were going to sleep for work and whatever. Right. But nothing is going to match New York City. Of course, of course. But let me, uh, t- yeah. but, but let me tell you the good news. Okay. Denver is a major travel hub. And if you pull up Google Flights right now and type Denver to New York City, you will find that you can travel from Denver to New York City round trip pretty much anytime you want for about 100 bucks. Yeah. And that's the case from Denver to Los Angeles, Denver to San Francisco, 
Denver to pretty much any major city, including Tampa. And because of that, if you had like the urge to go to the city to see Enzo or whatever, you could just hop on a plane for the weekend at a hundred bucks. It's not really a, not a huge investment. Jump yeah. on, jump on a plane and boom, you're there four hours. Nice. So it has that, like that ease of travel, I would say. So, but no, Denver can't nothing. I don't think there's any city that can match. No, no, no. And I didn't mean to say that it, it would like, you know, stand toe to toe with New York city. I was saying like, just comparing the two. Like, well, New York, it, New York City is a lot bigger. It's a lot busier. Mm-hmm. It's a lot noisier. Right. There's more to do. I think. Uh, granted, could I was, you could I'll, you see yourself getting bored in in Denver? I guess because in New York you'll never be bored. There's a billion things you can do, but in, in Denver could it be like, all right, there's not really much to do. I've already. It's difficult for me to answer that question because I only spent like an hour in Denver, hmm. and then I and then I headed to my Airbnb. Gotcha. But um, what I will say is that Denver was very clean. And the city was very modern. Like it was definitely like they care about their city, mm-hmm. I would say. And they're making nice improvements to improve the quality of life over there. And it's growing. And it's growing very fast. Yeah. Very fast. Much faster than New York City. Colorado is the fifth highest growing population growing state in the country. Interesting. And the other ones are like North Dakota because of oil, oh. California, Texas, you know, you know, the ones you'd expect. Right. But um, I also visited the hotel that, served as the inspiration for the movie The Shining. Mm. Which Ooh, that'd be cool. It was cool. So uh, I took Did a you t- take pictures? I did, and I took a tour of it as well. Um I haven't seen that movie either. You should see it. It's good. <laughs> I think I started watching it and I was like, this is boring. Well it's just, it's slow to start, <laughs> but then it but then shit hits the fan. Uh so apparently this was not the place where the film where the movie was filmed because most of it was made on a movie set. But it was the it was the place that inspired Stephen King to write the story of The Shining. So, and there are definitely connections between it, between this place and the movie, The Shining. If you've seen it a bunch of times, Mandy, you can find like the hallways resemble the hallways from the movie. Oh, that'd be cool. And there's room 217 where all the bad shit goes down in the, in the film. And funny thing, they had a piece no of- No rivers of blood? <laughs> no, nope, nope, no, no elevators full of blood. Oh. <laughs> there was an elevator, but it didn't have any blood in it. Mm. The, um, <laughs> the, the room number- for room 217 was missing because oh. people keep stealing it. Every time, oh. every time they, <laughs> I know, right? So rude. <laughs> every time they stick a new like plaque up there for the number, it gets stolen. So now they just have a piece of paper with room 217 written on it because every That's time, funny. yeah, yeah. They just, people just keep stealing it. They should just put a security camera there. The place is so old. Mm. I mean, it doesn't even have a proper foundation under it. Oh, wow. I mean, if you go into the basement and look at it, it's just ridiculous, this place. So it was cool. And, there's a mountain in the distance and they were talking about this really rich family called the Stanleys that built this place. And they went, they traveled out to Colorado because one of the Stanley brothers got tuberculosis and the doctors said he had like six months to live. And he had heard of people that had been cured of various illnesses by traveling in the Rocky mountains because the air is so much cooler and cleaner. Okay. And so he goes to the Rocky mountains and sees another doctor there. And the doctor there confirms, well, this is your last summer with your wife. So you should enjoy it. You know, you've got three months or whatever. So what he does is he climbs this mountain in the distance. It's a 14,000, they call it a 14er. It's one of the 14,000 foot mountains. And after he climbs this mountain and summits it and comes down and travels back down, his tuberculosis is miraculously cured and he lives another 40 years. This is a real story? A real story told by the tour guide. And so I feel like... Sounds like like I have to move there. (laughs) Well... 
you know, after I move out there, I I can put you up. You you can visit and I'll, you can. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you don't need you. You could be our third house. roommate. Yeah. <laughs> so, start a reality TV show. So um, and then and then I went climbing in the mountains, the the final day, which was the best day I had on the trip, through this place called uh, Bear Lake Trail that connects like four or five trails, and it was just the most probably the most beautiful place I've ever been, and. Some of the some of the scenery was just breathtaking to the point where like you stand there and you look over it and you just realize it's so humbling to see how powerful and huge nature is and how small we are as people. And when you're looking when you're when you're at ten thousand five hundred feet and you're looking over this like ridge that virtually looks over hundreds of miles of forest and a mountains in the distance, you realize that like nature is so powerful and we are just like these little these little people in this huge world and it was just like, it was the kind of experience that really kind of resets your perspective. And I think I realized then that like, I'm not meant to be in Florida. I'm meant to be in a place like that, like a place where I grew up because that's the kind of environment that I love truly. And I want to be there and I want to have like the outdoor adventures and I want to, um, be closer to nature and, and be in, you know, it, it was like my confirmation that it's time for a change basically. Mm-hmm. And so you're moving to Denver. So we're moving. We are moving. Yes. Wait, we are? Yes, yeah, so the, royal, the royal we. <laughs> oh, okay. I guess, I guess we're moving to Denver, guys. And I have a lot of photos um, that are, some of them are on our Twitter. And if anybody wants to see any of the photos, you can definitely message me on email or, or on the Discord or whatever. And I'll, I'll happily send you the photos. And um, I met some guy at the furthest at the furthest lake I traveled to that was about five miles into the mountains. And was, he, it a, was it a wise old man? It was a young guy. Oh. And he was the only person at this lake other than me. And it was, a, it was a decent hike to get up there. And this guy was a CBD oil salesman. Okay. Which is an oil made out of cannabaloids. A snake oil salesman. It's no. All, it's all voodoo C- CBD and oils, nonsense. CBD oil is a very real thing. I know, I'm joking. But it was funny because just, just the, the night before, I was researching ways to slow down this degenerative disc I have in my back. Mm-hmm. One of the ways was CBD oil. CBD oil. And I'm like, I was like literally meant to meet this guy out here. It was really like interesting. Like, you went on like a spirit journey. I did. I was on a spirit journey. And this guy's like, so I, I'm talking with this guy about it. And he's like, dude, you want to you wanna have some marijuana or whatever? He's like, let, so, me, let me rub this CBD oil on your lower, lower back. Take your pants off. <laughs> so I, so I laid did? so I laid down and I took my pants off on this rock. The rock was kind of cold and had some moss on it, but I right. figured you know my junk will be okay. Yeah. And, <laughs> and um, so he rubs he rubbed it on my lower back. Went a little for, too far little, down. Too far low. South. I had some some CBD oil kind of running down my butt crack. He went down under. He he went deep <laughs> undercover. Oh God. Anyway, no, but he shared some. He he pulled out like a marijuana vape with me, and we had some. We had a little bit of marijuana, and then we walked down the mountain together. That's it awesome. It was just like. I don't know. It's everybody there just seemed happier. It, that I, yeah. that might seem like bullshit because they're high as balls, bro. <laughs> but like the last, the, the the and this is the last thing I'm gonna go into right for now. But right before I left, I was eating breakfast at this diner, mm-hmm. and it was a really good place. It was called Snooze, breakfast place. Okay, cool. And I'm sitting at the bar, the breakfast bar, where they're making mimosas and whatever. And I'm just talking about how much I've loved being in Boulder and Colorado, and I'm just feeling nothing but like. Just, I was like, you wouldn't even recognize me. I gave, I gave ten dollars to a homeless man. Mitsugi was happy. I was abs- I was literally out of my mind <laughs> for the first time in his entire life. Like, 
I mean, it it was very emotional. You felt happiness and you thought you're out of your mind. <laughs> it, it, it was a very it was a very emotional couple of days for me. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, it was like ten. I gave ten bucks to a homeless guy. Like, I was just like, like on a de- on another plane of existence. You this were whole trip. you were like that scene in Spider Man Three when he's running down the street oh, dancing. Oh no, he's just dancing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh no. Fuck. Anyway, so this woman. Um, I ordered my food, right? I ordered, I ordered like some steak and ham, um, eggs Benedict. It was, it was, yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then this giant, this plate of upside down pineapple pancakes shows up and I'm like, what is Whoa. this? And they're like, oh, this is just from us to welcome you to Boulder. Oh my oh, God. I swear to God that's the kind of people that are in this town. Like they're this all, they're all so freaking happy. And then this woman slides down the counter and she's like, I noticed that you have, uh, that you have big nuts. Okay. <laughs> she didn't say that. She slides <laughs> on the counter and she's a massage therapist and she's talking to me about moving and she had family in St. Petersburg. And I'm like, oh my God, when I move, I'm going to need a new massage therapist. Boom. Ran into a massage therapist. It was like ridiculous. And this woman's like giving me all this advice or business card. Here's where you should move. Here's, what, here's what's this. Here's what's that. Trying to like give me all the information I need. She gave me her phone number. Uh-huh. Like they're just like trying to help you. Yeah, and it's just weird to get like people that are so willing to be friendly and get, offer assistance. Mm-hmm. She described Boulder as a place where you could sit through an entire green light and nobody would honk at you. Okay, which seems impossible to me because here it's like one and a half seconds, and they're re- and they're getting ready to drag you out of your driver's side window. Right. But her that wasn't the way she described it, and I was just like, this is a this really is the like we're the happiest place in the United States. It's been voted that for like three straight years. Maybe we shouldn't be telling really, people this. It really felt like that. Like maybe, everybody was yeah, just. Yeah, all the assholes are going to move there. Yeah, maybe we should be keeping this secret. Like, <laughs> it was just happy as hell. Bro, it's Denver a sucks. Place. Don't move there. Let me Don't tell, tell what, anyone. Let me tell you what kind of place this is. Coming back from the mountain biking trip, mm-hmm. we're driving on the road, and there's a creek in the, next to the road where people are, where there's water or whatever, right? Okay. Like a small river. There's like a hundred people down there zip lining over the creek, Sweet. inner tubing down the creek. There's girls in bikinis, sunbathing, carrying inner tubes back up the river. People are having lunch all awesome. by all in this little creek. Yeah. Because people are just living life and loving it and having fun. And and all the other indoor stuff like that you want to do anywhere else is still there. But you also have all this like incredible outdoor shit to do. Sounds awesome. And the people there are just happy and, and healthy and and just like thrilled to be alive. I don't know. It was just like a great place to be. And so I'm like, I'm on like, I'm on like cloud nine. So when are you moving? First, I got to stop smoking marijuana. To go to Denver? Yeah, because com- like it's the opposite. Companies still drug test. Oh. So I had to do that. And I'm hoping for like end of the year. All right. The coldest possible time. The, yeah, for real. <laughs> right. So what are we going to do as far as the podcast is concerned? And the podcast will be fine. We'll just all have to record remotely. Podcast as we're kind of already doing that. I guess so. Yeah, that's a good point. Well, and then I, I definitely want to visit Denver. I've never been out well, west. After I get set up, you can come stay with me and use me as a hub for travel. Yeah, that'd be cool. And then if I do decide to move to Denver, it would have to be next summer because that's when my lease is up. There's a lot of people on the Discord talking about this because because of what, we of what should I've been get, saying. We should get everyone to go to go to Denver. Like at the whole like we could start a cult out there. Other than you, All I know the animatics. Oh no. Other than you, I know four <laughs> other people. That are that are that are strongly one of them is like guaranteed going, and then the others are strongly considering it. I asked Enzo, and he said absolutely not. Well, Enzo's never. Enzo's <laughs> he's t- never leaving New York. Enzo told me he's never leaving New York City. Yeah, but we can visit Enzo anytime we want. Yeah, true. So it was a fantastic trip. Um, it was definitely like, ever like a, a a religious experience for me. The best trip I ever took, even better than Japan. 
Wow. The pictures you took that you put up are really pretty. They look like paintings. Yeah. yeah I mean, and I can't take a photo to save my life. That, that's an iPhone. That's a busted iPhone six. <laughs> taking True. This, taking True. Pictures, but a you just, very busted you, iPhone. You just can't screw these pictures up because you're like literally like living in a National Geographic magazine. That's amazing. So it sounds awesome. It dude. was. It was. Yeah. It was. It was a special week. Well, I'm 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 happy that you found a place that makes you happy. And I'm excited to go visit myself. Cool. Mandy, you going to move with us? Yeah. Nope. (laughs) Oh, that was so fast. She's definitely not. (laughs) I can't be away from my family. (laughs) But we're family. (laughs) Oh. She's like, no. (laughs) (laughs) Not not the same. (laughs) All right, guys. Well, that sounds awesome. I'm happy you had a good time. Yeah, I appreciate that. And um, I may visit one more time before I move, but probably not. I think I've seen enough. So. Cool. I'm going to wrap this baby up. Um, I don't know where our boy Enzo is. Uh, I think he's home now. So oh, yep, is he? I think he just showed up. Okay. All right. Well, I hope you guys l- enjoyed listening to me just ramble on and on about Denver and New York for 45 minutes, whatever. But, but you know what? You probably won't have to endure it anymore. This is the last time. So, probably not. I said yeah, that. I said that. When you're in Denver, you're going to be messaging us constantly. Probably. I love you guys. Uh, we'll see you next time. Bye.